Hello and welcome to another episode of Osborne Clark's Consumer Briefings podcast. There are a lot of issues to discuss in the context of the Omnibus Directive and we are focusing on one issue for every podcast. In this episode, we're looking specifically at the new search ranking transparency obligations. So for this podcast, you've got myself, Chloe Deng, and I'm a senior associate in Osborne Clark's London office, specialising in consumer law, advertising and data protection. And you've got me, Marie-Laure Pidou. I'm an associate in Osborne Clark Paris office, specialising in consumer law, consumer law and advertising law. And today we're here to talk to you about the New Deal for Consumers and some of the transparency obligations introduced by the so-called Omnibus Directive, including a requirement for businesses to disclose their search ranking criteria. Among other things, the new Omnibus Directive is amending the consumer rights and the fair commercial practices directives. And we at Husband Clark think that online platforms and marketplace businesses should be paying particular attention to these changes that will be necessary for compliance. The EU has noticed that when you do a search online and you look at the results, be it on a search engine, an online marketplace or a price comparison site, many consumers only look at the top results that turn up. This means that it's particularly important for consumers to be informed about what is happening behind the scenes to make sure that they understand why the results have been put into a certain order and indeed whether any of those results are actually paid for results uh, by way of advertising or a different type of promotion. Ultimately, this is a transparency effort by the EU and it's meant to make sure that consumers fully understand what they think when they search for goods and services and all those results are being ranked. The definition used for the word ranking by the EU is actually very wide. This doesn't just mean the listing of search results in some kind of order, but it actually extends to any way that a platform or search engine gives prominence to certain goods or services relative to other results. For instance, by highlighting or formatting certain results in a different way or showing results and reviews next to certain results, but not others. It does sound very wide reaching. It is. A couple of examples could be banners which describe a particular result as a bestseller or highlighting certain results as being particularly relevant to that particular user. So actually, if businesses need to flag when any kind of selection or promotion of certain results is happening, it could be quite difficult to explain the parameters properly, particularly when a website is using, is using complex algorithms to match results with user in a tidal way. And there's a big challenge of explaining these criteria in a suitably user-friendly way. So this information will need to be understandable by the average average user with no technical knowledge or any understanding of the system at work when a search engine or platforms gives them a list of results. Absolutely. Consumers need to be informed about the main criteria for the ranking of offers provided in response to a search query. For most platforms, this will be based on price, distance, consumer ratings, or combination of these and other criteria. This information is going to need to be concise and prominently and directly available in a clear and intelligible way. That phrase, prominently and directly available, is a point worth touching on, since we've seen examples of the DGCCRF, a French regulator, enforcing against businesses and the basis of hover-hover tooltips and web pages being insufficient in terms of making information readily available. But the directive isn't even enforced yet. No, but France has already adopted a law very similar to the Omnibus Directive, which is in force. This law imposes on platforms, amongst other things, 
to disclose their ranking criteria on each web page and in a section directly accessible from all the website pages. So these obligations already apply in France. It would be interesting if other regulators follow this position when interpreting the prominent and directly available requirement, especially since many platforms use hover-hover functionality to explain the ways that certain elements of their websites work. Another element of this transparency requirement is that platforms need to give clear indications to consumers when search results are based on payments received from traders. So, for example, sponsored placements in search results or premium listings. This kind of disclosure is needed for both direct and indirect payments for higher rankings. Now, direct payment is easy to understand, but indirect payments for higher rankings are a bit more complicated. An example of this might be a trader or a listed business allowing a platform to take a higher commission in exchange for functions or products which lead to a higher ranking search results. It is worth noting that this obligation also already applies in France, as platform must disclose next to any search result and in a section accessible from all web pages if a payment, a contract, or the existence of a stakeholdings can influence a ranking. To ensure these transparency obligations are complied with, the EU also provided for a high level of sanctions. It will be down to the member states to implement them, but sanctions must in any case be proportionate and dissuasive. That's right. So potential sanctions might be at least 4% of the trader annual turnover in the concerned member states. As a comparison, the level of sanctions for breach of the similar obligation in France is currently 375,000 euros. So this is a very significant increase. It is indeed. So in conclusion then, since search ranking is typically such a secretive art, there could be a lot of work for some very large organisations to do to make sure that they're making the right disclosures in the right way at the latest before the new deal for consumers comes into effect in May 2022. Thanks so much, Marie Law, for joining me today. Thank you. We will be keeping a close eye on developments in consumer law and keeping you up to date in this podcast series and on our dedicated New Deal for Consumers page on the Osborne Clark website. 